0: Name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Can I have your permission to ask you a tough question? A question that might make you a little bit uncomfortable, and I say that because it's a question that over these last couple of days has been uh, asked of me as I have looked at this particular service for Holy Week. And if you don't mind, I'd like to ask the question to you as well. Think about this. How much of your day? Think about your day. How much of your day, indeed, how much of your life do you spend thinking about yourself? How much of your day, as you go through your days, do you find thinking about yourself. And I think you know what I'm talking about. Those days in particular where we seem to fall into living that self-consumed life. Whether we're worried about our finances, what we're gonna, whether we're going to have what we need, whether we're thinking unhealthily, About our brokenness and and our deficiencies and and we have a bit of woe is me time that we sink into or maybe we're choosing to do what we really want to do over and above the needs and desires of those that are around us maybe we're harboring unforgiveness in our heart towards someone else who has wounded us or offended us in all of those cases and so many more, do you find yourself thinking, trapped in that thinking, self-consumption, thinking about yourself? And I thank God that He reveals to us tonight that that life, when we're self-consumed and we're living in those patterns, that life is an absolute life of bondage, Where there is no peace. And there cannot be any contentment. Praise God for a night like tonight. Where we see our Lord Jesus Christ give us the antidote. The prescription to that very bondage. As he demonstrates an example for us through his life. Because in our gospel reading tonight. You heard the washing of the feet by our Lord Jesus Christ and His disciples. What does He do? Now remember, Christ had already put aside His resounding glory that He shared with the Holy Trinity for all time when He took on flesh and dwelt among us. And here on the evening in which He was betrayed, He now takes off His garments before His disciples. And he clothes himself right in front of them with the clothes of the lowest, the servant. He guards himself like a servant. and then what does he proceed to do? He proceeds to do the most mean, one of the most menial tasks of a servant. and that is washing the feet of the master. That's what a servant would do. That He would wash in the feet, believe me, in those sandals in that day walking on dirt and perhaps muddy roads would not be very clean. And our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords, would kneel before His creations. Those that He knit together in their mother's womb. And He would kneel before them. And He would pour water on their feet. And He would wash their feet. And He would dry their feet with His own garment. Much to their chagrin, they were not comfortable with this. But he said, I must. And so he performs that lowly task on the night he's being betrayed. And then he arises and he looks at his disciples and he says, As you have seen me do unto you, now you so do unto one another. What is it that he's saying? He's saying how you and I can be freed from the bondage of self-consumption. He's saying the way to that freedom is to humble yourselves before one another. The way to find peace and contentment in this life is to live to serve and to bless one another. Listen to St. Augustine. As he comments on this very act of the foot washing by our Lord Jesus Christ. He says this act is done literally by many. When they receive one another in hospitality. For it is unquestionably better. That it should be done with the hands. And that the Christian does not disdain. To do what Christ did. For when the body is bent at the feet of a brother. The feeling of humility is made to rise in the heart. Or if it's already there, it's confirmed. But besides this moral meaning, is not a brother able to change a brother from the pollution of sin? Let us confess our faults, forgive one another's faults, and pray for one another's faults. In this way, we shall wash each other's feet. That sentiment, that teaching of St. Augustine brought to mind the teaching of our patron saint, St. Peter. In his first epistle from 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 8. When he says, and above all things to the church, above all things have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. St. Leo the Great commented on that particular verse by teaching us this. Nothing is stronger against the wiles of the devil, dearly beloved, than the kindness, mercy, and generosity of love, through which every sin is either avoided or conquered. Through love, love of one another, love of God, every sin is avoided or conquered. Why? You ever thought about this? That it is impossible to sin when you love? It is impossible to sin when your life is postured to love. Because love casts out the trappings of self-interest. And it places the interests... And the blessing of all others before ourselves, right there, whether it's blessing of God or blessing and love of neighbor. If I am acting either way toward God or toward my neighbor, I am fulfilling the law. There is no sin. And so we kneel before one another. We wash each other's feet in our love and service before one another. And in doing so, we overcome the sin in our own life. And make no mistake, my friends, when we demonstrate the agape love of Jesus Christ one to another in that way, and it manifests itself, it draws your brother and sister to Christ, that they may live and do the same to the glory of God and the blessing of God's people. So tonight we're reminded to take the posture of Christ washing the feet of his disciples and make it our very life. You have to believe when Jesus knelt before his disciples doing that task and then said you do what I've done. They knew he wasn't talking about pouring water on feet. They saw and experienced the absolute humility of the God who had created them and come to save them. So let us thrust ourselves out from the bondage of being at the center of the universe. That we may come to the experience of peace and contentment that only comes when perfect love casts out all sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.